0: Welcome to Psychedelicast. Hosted by Clinton Cayley, this show is an interview based podcast focused on offering listeners in depth information concerning plant medicines, entheogens, and all subjects tangential to psychedelia. Join us in prying open the third eye. Greetings from the ethereal multiverse. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Clinton Kaylee, your constant host here at Psychedelicast. Thank you so much for spending this time with us today. We have a no-trip-sitter episode for you. This is going to be fun. Today we're going to offer you a reading of one of my own personal anecdotes entitled, The Doctor. Um, We are also going to offer you a psychedelic review of Duncan Trussell's magnum opus, The Midnight Gospel, absolutely fantastic show streaming on Netflix right now. We're going to tell you what we thought about that, having binged it over the last weekend. But before all that, let's cover a little bit of housekeeping. Once again, thank you for joining us here at Psychedelicast for a No Trip Sitter episode. We appreciate you being with us. So, while we are still on hiatus from working with CBD's Apothecary, we are still looking for sponsors or podcast promos or companies or projects that want to work with us and advertise or promote or sponsor on our show. We are open to podcast uh, trailer trades, anything like that, guys. Just reach out to me. I'm pretty open. This is not, we're not running a real tight ship here. Um, I have had a couple companies reach out to me with some possibilities, although I haven't really felt the vibe with those who have reached out to me. Um, As far as content goes, we want to keep it on the same playing field that we're in here. We want to keep it psychedelic. We want to keep it Earth friendly. um, And I just haven't had the right project contact me yet, but we are very, very open minded. And uh, we hope that you will reach out to us and promote your project with us here at Psychedelic House, So please do that. Thank you. Just a touch of housekeeping for you guys today before we get into our psychedelic review. Um... I'm still toying with various ideas about the structure, scheduling, and release dates of the show. I like what we've done so far. The response has been better. But I'm looking for a way to work in some extra goodies and to start our Patreon. Uh, Probably won't be super, super soon. Maybe sooner than later. I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm still kind of evolving the idea and figuring out what to do. Uh, I'm considering going to a, to keeping the free show, uh, but bi-weekly. So what I'm considering doing is keeping our interviews free and available to everyone bi-weekly. And intermittently, I am considering offering these No Trip Sitter episodes as Patreon content. Beyond that, I'm also toying with an idea of how to more, deeply engage Patreon members with the show by offering Patreon tiers that allow certain members who are pledging or donating or patronizing us enough, which won't be much to even reach this tier, maybe 3 to $5 is what I'm thinking, um, to offer those certain members the opportunity to come on the show and give us their own trip report. Um, I want to communalize this show as much as possible, and I want to hear from you guys out there. I know that some of you guys are having profound experiences, crazy experiences, intense trips. I want to hear about these things. Um, So I'm trying to work out the finer details of how to create the Patreon content and still offer great free content as well. Uh, Once I get that nailed down, we're going to put it into effect. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be, but we're working on it. With that being said... We certainly appreciate all the response and all the engagement we're receiving online via the social media platforms at Psychedelicast for Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on both of those social media platforms. We share a lot of cool memes. We share a lot of cool research. We share a lot of cool shit dealing with psychedelia in general. And that's the best place to stay up to date with the show. That's the best way to follow what we're working on and follow the great guests that are coming up next and follow the great guests that have been on before because we like to share a lot of their work. And most of these guys have extensive, expansive bodies of work that should be more closely looked at beyond the hour, hour and a half that they spend with us here on the show. With that being said, next week, we've got Dr. David Hill coming on the show. Um, We just have some, uh, some fantastic guests lined up and some great interviews still coming up to record Uh, So once again, guys, engage with us on the social media platforms, share the show with your friends and family and those in the community, and keep being the awesome psychedelic casters that you are. And that's about all the housekeeping we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Let's go ahead and review some psychedelia. So I just finished binging Duncan Trussell's The Midnight Gospel, uh, streaming now on Netflix, and I... Genuinely enjoyed the entire series. It was very psychedelic, very trippy, at points very emotional, very heart-opening, very philosophical. All the things we've come to know and love from the great and powerful Duncan Trussell of DTFH, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour Podcast fame. Excellent podcast, guys. If you like Psychedelicast, if you like the things we talk about here, you're going to like the DTFH. And I highly recommend that you check that podcast out if you don't already know um, Duncan Trussell is the shit, and The Midnight Gospel did not disappoint. The Midnight Gospel is an American adult animated web television series created by Adventure Times Pendleton Ward and comedian Duncan Trussell. It is the first animated production from Ward for Netflix. Set in a dimension known as the Chromatic Ribbon, a space caster named Clancy owns a forbidden multiverse simulator. Through it, he travels through worlds about to have their own apocalypses, interviewing some of their residents for his space cast. The show features special guests like Phil Hendry, Steven Root, Drew Pinsky, Trudy Goodman, Jason Louvre, Caitlin Doughty, Damian Eccles, Maria Bamford, Joey Diaz, David Nicktern, and Danine Fendig. So basically the main character Clancy is this spacecaster or a podcaster. Um, who transmits his podcasts into space, i.e. Spacecaster. Um, These interviews or the segments, the episodes of the show, are actually based on real interviews derived from Duncan Trussell's podcast, The Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which we discussed a few seconds ago. Uh, The episodes typically end with an apocalyptic event from which Clancy barely manages to escape. I'm not going to offer you any spoilers, guys. I'm just going to tell you what I thought of the episode in general very trippy, very visually striking, at times um at times disconcerting even, or what's a better word to use? At times very Chaotic, almost with a with a seeming dissonance between the audio and visual aspect of it. Although not in a negative sense, at least for me, I found it to be a very pleasurable experience. The episodes are not too long. I think they each run roughly twenty to thirty minutes, something like that. I believe there are eight of them in total, so it's easy to kind of munch this one down in a weekend or even in a day if you really get into it. Um, So without giving too much away, guys, if you're enjoying the content that we produce here on Psychedelicast and on our social medias, you are going to enjoy this show. You're going to enjoy the Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast. I recommend that you check out both of those things. The show is streaming on Netflix. You can listen to the DTFH, the same place where you listen to this podcast, Um, but go there after you finish this one. Um, just kidding. Listen to whatever podcast you like. That's not up to me. Beyond that, guys, I'm going to give the Midnight Gospel, Duncan Trussell's latest body of work, nine hits out of a 10 strip. Um, and that's the official Psychedelicast rating and review, nine hits out of a 10 strip. Go enjoy that show this weekend or actually this week since this release is on Monday. Enjoy it whenever the fuck you want. Let's get into this psychedelia, baby. the doctor. Clinton, what do you see? The doctor whispers to me in the darkness of the Maloka. The question makes me laugh. My disembodied consciousness is tearing through luminous fractal wormholes, traversing unreal realms of the infinite and the unbelievable. Her words slide into my psyche as a jumble of complex possibilities as to what all that question could mean. I open my eyes and turn my head in the direction that I believe her voice to be coming from. Her face is inches from mine, unrecognizable as human. Instead, she looks as though she is some sort of light-made extraterrestrial entity. Her countenance is a dimly glowing, constantly shifting attempt at facial recognition. Pink, appearing at once biological and at once made of backlit glass facets estimating a human face. She is artfully comprised of jewels that are filled with bubbly, luminescent pepto Motherly and kind, nonetheless disconcerting. Tiny flying saucers whiz around the room behind her head. Hilarious. The whole thing is unbearably hilarious. And I laugh some more. There are no words in any human language to describe this, I say questioningly. Unsure of how to speak at all. The words stagger and wobble as they trip out of my mouth. I can try if you want. That's okay, she says. Just focus. Are there any visual effects? Very, very intense. That's all I can muster without exploding laughter into this kind woman's face. The absurdity of attempting to describe what I am experiencing right now is insurmountable. Okay, she says, just relax and focus. I do that. On I travel. Sometime later, she returns. She is now recognizable as a woman. The peak of my hallucination has receded, but not ended. They come in gentler waves now, morphing my field of vision more slowly. Clinton, what do you see? I am now able to more closely estimate what is happening around me. I can also sense that she wants something from me, a piece of my experience to be shared with the others as the ceremony winds down. Perhaps she wishes to gauge how deep we all are based on how deep I still am. My grandmothers, I say. My voice sounds small in my own ears. There is an air of deep reverence filling the room. This is a holy moment. The dogs that howled in chorus with the master's ikaros are silent. The air is so still, dense with heavenly silence. La Perga is done, God is here. With my eyes closed, I can see both of my grandmothers standing to either side of me with a hand on each of my shoulders. Both my grandmothers died this year, but they've been here with me all night search for more words to say and find none are needed. The atmosphere in the hut is thick with the divinely feminine. Compassionate, potent, deeply touching, tender, nurturing. The sweet scent of agua florida in the air. The love of the mother for her child is so concentrated in the room it's palpable. I am swimming in it. I could not escape it if I wanted to. It envelops and enfolds me. A pure distillation of absolute ardor. For the first time in my life, I understand that I am worthy of this love, that I deserve this. There is no action that I can take to earn it or to be ostracized from it. It just is. It always has been, and it always will be. I can feel their love, I can feel them both here with me now. The emotion peaks inside of me, my voice falters and I cry. In my mind, I see a nova of neon blue and white light wrap around me. Later, a fellow traveler beside me in the Maloka will explain that he had the same vision of the blue wave at the exact moment that I did. This moment is the most intimate and intensely visceral experience with love that I have ever encountered. I can smell it. I can taste it. Unimaginable peace, acceptance, and beauty. Peace about the future, acceptance of the past, all of time crescendoing into a beautiful present. our reading for the day, folks, entitled The Doctor. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I honestly had a little bit of a tough time getting through that recording. It's just, uh, you know, it brings me back to that moment and uh, it brings me back to that night and it brings me back to those feelings and those emotions that were very, very strong. One of the most emotional, um, one of the most emotional things I've ever undergone, if not the most emotional thing I've ever undergone, um, that was... Just an astonishing, uh, experience. Um, I went to Peru. This this is another anecdote from the actually the second night of my ayahuasca drinking in, uh, Cusco, Peru, there in the Sacred Valley, last October, October twenty nineteen. Uh, the second night was much gentler, was much less intense. Well, the intensity was there, but much less violent. That's the best way I can describe it. It was it was equally as intense, but less violent than the first night. Um, And for the majority of the evening, um, I was sitting with or speaking with or in communion with the spirits of not only uh, Grandmother Ayahuasca, but both of my deceased grandmothers who had passed away in 2019. Um, I lost both of them that year, last year. And I did not realize or understand um, that I hadn't had closure from that and that I needed that, I had no idea that this was gonna come up in my ayahuasca ceremony. There were several things that I felt intuitively were gonna come up that did come up. This was not one of those things. This was a surprise, especially um, the second night where they were there with me the entire time and healing me, guiding me, offering me wisdom, compassion, um, and just healing my heart, just spending time with me, um, you know, saying goodbye to them and, and, and seeing them again and being in their presence again, uh, was just something that I compartmentalized when they passed away. You know, I had a lot of guilt. I had a lot of shame based around the fact that I felt like I wasn't present enough in their lives toward the end. You know, I'm busy, I'm young, whatever, whatever. Um, I felt guilty over those things because I wasn't around, as much as I felt like I should have been. And you know, not only did I receive healing and f- if you want to call it forgiveness for that, but they told me that I didn't even need to ask for that. That they understood and that they loved me so much and that, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, that uh, they were, you know, it, it was just a very happy reunion and uh, a very beautiful uh, ceremony to sit in and unexpected And touching and deeply healing. And uh I will never forget that. That was uh that was the you know, the first night showed me the power, the immensity of the of the just overwhelming power of the ayahuasca and of DMT and of the entire experience. But the second night showed me the the love available there, the peace, the acceptance, the understanding, the the healing, the forgiveness, the letting go of guilt and shame and all these things that sometimes we cannot even see. Like I didn't even know that I felt so guilty or that I carried around this shame in myself. I didn't even know that was in there, like at all. I had no idea until it was brought to the surface and it bubbled up and I was like, oh wow, this is big, you know, this is a big emotion inside me that's kind of been locked away in one of my little compartments. And so that was a very, very heart-opening, healing, touching moment for me. And I am so thankful that I was able to have that moment with my grandmothers. And, you know, it also showed me that death is not the end. Like, after that experience, I could never go back to the way that I thought about death and the afterlife and life after death because it, it was just so, uh, deep and spiritual and, and so, uh, eye opening that I just, I know now that something I'm not, I don't claim to know what or how or where or why, but I know that I know now that death is not the end because I know that I know that I was in communion with the literal spirits of both my grandmothers. It's not a question in my mind. I didn't feel like a hallucination to me. It felt like being in the presence of these two women who had passed away earlier in the year, who had raised me my whole life, who had loved me my whole life, and who I miss dearly. Um, so that's about all I have to say about that. Rest in peace to my grandma's uh, Shelley Ness Loney and Adrian Cayley, I miss you both dearly and I love you very much and I know I'll see you again and I know you're right there behind my eyelids when I need you and I can feel you with me and I know that you're always with me and I miss you very much <clears throat> pardon me psychedelic casters. this is an emotional one for me this is a rough one for me Um, not in the negative sense in a positive sense this was a one of the if not the most beautiful moment of my life, one of the most beautiful moments I've ever encountered. So with that being said, I hope that you enjoyed that little piece there. I've written several pieces on that night alone. Um, One of our Rawcast Recycles uh, conversations with the grandmothers, an earlier episode of Psychedelicast now, uh, goes into detail about that night and uh, the other experiences I had that night. Um... But this was uh one of the standout takeaways that I got that night was just that you're that i that I'm loved so much uh that I don't have to earn love that i can't I can't earn it I can't lose it I can't be ostracized from it I can't be um there's nothing I can do to acquire love and there's nothing I can do to be removed from the love of my family, the love of God. And the love of the universe. And uh, I had never experienced something like that up until this point. Um, and now that I've experienced it, I can't go back. You know, it's like light, you know, they say that these things change your life, and they do in some ways that you'll never expect. Uh, you know, that's just a core, a pillar belief in my life that was dramatically altered in so many ways. And I'm so thankful for that. And uh, thankful for those experiences. And uh, I love you, Mimi and Nana. And that will conclude this week's No Trip Sitter episode. Thank you so much once again for joining us for this emotionally charged episode, Psychedelic Asters. I have enjoyed relaying this anecdote to you. I hope that it means something to you. It may not mean as much to you as it meant to me, but I hope that it means something to you. I hope that you are all staying safe out there during these strange and trying times of this coronavirus pandemic. Um, once again, we implore you to help those that need help right now if you're able to offer of yourself. Uh, we try to practice that here at Psychedelic Cast. We're not the best at it, but we do try to practice it. We'll leave you with this quote today from J.K. Rowling. He didn't realize that a love as powerful as your mother's for you leaves its own mark. Thank you for joining us once again, psychedelic casters, and thank you for joining us in prying open the third eye. Goodbye.